Good afternoon, my beautiful brothers and sisters in Yeshua. Today is Sunday, the 26th of June, 2022. It is 12.37 p.m. here in Australia. Um, wow, brothers and sisters, if the news that I have, that I've got for you is not amazing, then I don't know what is. Like, just as you would know from the last couple of videos, just Father God is literally unsealing these books now and all the last little bits of the puzzle pieces are being, you know, found. Okay, so I'm just going to start straight into it because the time is very short, okay? So basically, I'll just talk about the thing that's in the headlines right at the moment, which is literally a prophecy being fulfilled. Okay, everyone knows about Israel government collapsing, right? Okay, so they collapsed on the, well, the announcement was made on the 20th of June. So just last Monday that just went. And the reason it collapsed, brothers and sisters, is because the government refused to renew the rights of the people who lived in Judea and Samaria. Now, this is mind-blowing for two reasons. One, it said those uh, the gospel will go to all throughout Judea and Samaria, and then the end will come. <clears throat> and two, um, this is fulfilling or going to very quickly fulfill Matthew 24:16, when you therefore see the abomination desolation spoken of by Daniel stand in the holy place those who read uh, let them understand let them that be in Judea flee to the mountains okay brothers and sisters so this is literally uh, the, the government has refused to renew the rights of the people who live in Judea so I'm talking power water um, food, you know, just basically they've chucked them outside of Israel. And this has got to be a sign. This has got to be a prophecy being fulfilled, brothers and sisters, because these people will be put into refugee status where they have to literally flee because they've got no power, water, or way to survive. So they're going to have to flee to the mountains, back to the wilderness, back to the old days. <sighs> this is amazing. And I've tried to do this video a few times this morning already, and it's just I'm so shaking with like being overwhelmed with how for you know quickly things are being fulfilled now and we're seeing it literally right before our eyes. So the Israel government since June 2nd 2021 was uh, working on a rotating government. There was Bennett who's who was there before and then so he'll, he'll have two years and then there is a guy named Lippard and he's going to be there for the next two years. So for the full four-year term, they're going to take turns, right? So Bennett was the one, um, basically, that announced on the 2nd of June, uh, sorry, the 20th of June, 2022, that the government is going to dissolve. And I think Netanyahu had one week to reinstate him being the prime minister or something like that. And if he doesn't do it in time, then this... Uh, Lippard fellow would take over. Now what's so significant about that is this Lippard guy, his name is uh, Y-A-R Lippard. So it's Y-A-I-R and then Lippard, L-A-P-I-D. He is half Islamic brothers and sisters. It is like, I did a video about it, warning like this guy that's going to, you watch this guy in the future because it is, it was made a big fuss over that it was the first time in history that uh, Israel had an Arab party join their president, you know, their um, polit whatever you call it, politics, whatever. 
Um, so I knew straight away that is like literally a gateway for the enemy to come in and do his plans. But, you know, as God has said, these things will not fail. What's been prophesied will happen. And it's just overwhelming sometimes to be living through it. So, <clears throat> okay, so basically straight away to me, um, the three things in Daniel, when you do a Bible search for the word abomination and then go to the book of Daniel and find those there's three times mention of the abomination and that's what it says spoken of by Daniel the prophet okay so we know it has to be in Daniel so those three things are um, you know he's going to go and pollute the century um, and they've done that via the snake bite okay the century is here that you know the Holy Ghost does not dwell um, in temples made by hands the Holy Ghost Father's Spirit dwells within us right so we are the century they polluted the century and they're going to place the abomination of desolation right that makes desolate there he's done that um, so there's you know millions of people all over the world now that have already had the snake bite that are already being pre-programmed to be left behind to be uh, it's going to be a lot easier for them to control them okay the people who've taken the mark already so they've done that then it's going to confirm the covenant for one week, and in the midst of the week, um, he shall cease the sacrifice and oblation to cease. Okay, so to me, I know this is probably not going to make sense, but to me, that confirm the covenant for one week. These people, uh, Bennett and Lippard, confirmed their covenant, their term for t for four years, right? Bennett had two years, and in the midst of his two years. Okay, in the middle of the week, the midst of the week, he um, made it to cease to exist, basically. So, um, I don't know, Father God's just placing that on my heart. I know you're going to be like, well, that doesn't make sense. It's a seven-year period thing. But I don't believe so. I believe it is um, It's coming to the end of the first three and a half years. We're living through that. I really do believe that. And then once we're out of here, it's going to finish off the 42 months Okay, exactly like it says in Revelation that the Gentiles will be able to trample on the outer courts, 42 months. Okay, and then the last abomination thing in Daniel was from the time the abomination is set up, there shall be 1,290 days, like I just said, three and a half years or 42 months. So this is literally, so if I can try and explain it a little bit more simpler, we have the warning in Luke. When you therefore see the armies surrounding Jerusalem, you know therefore the desolation thereof is nigh. That is warning you before the abomination of desolation gets there. Okay, that's in Luke. In Matthew for the Jews and Mark for the world, you get when you therefore see the abomination of desolation, you get to flee to the mountains. Those in Judea flee to the mountains, okay? So um, <clears throat> the abomination of desolation is going to be set up very, very imminently, brothers and sisters, and with everything, the, the government collapsing and them not literally using the two suburbs or cities in Israel, Judea and Samaria, the ones that were prophesied to. That's what's happening to these people. This is unbelievable. I hope I made sense. But... Um, this is being fulfilled before our very eyes, brothers and sisters. So, <clears throat> knowing that, we know the summer is nigh, right? The this, this summer solstice just came on the 21st of June. 
we are literally just oh my goodness I can't believe how close we are so next bit of information so we've got that one prophecy going on right now then you've got now listen to this you know where we are with the nuclear weapon thing you know everybody has heard about Iran and um, you know they're ready to go they've got enough uranium whatever to nuke and now what's the name oh yeah to sorry going back on to lipid something very important about this dude he's going to be the 14th person to become to serve as israel's prime minister okay this wired lipid Je jesus had also the 14 generations right to jesus so they try to copy everything that the messiah does right he's lipid served as a finance minister and he's the uh, foreign foreign minister as well still previously as now he's going to hold the pm title as well now this is why they they delayed um biden going to see bennett right to talk about things because biden needed to see lipid this is working out exactly how they want it to do and that's why biden delayed it until the lipid was going to be the main man because he is the half islamic person right he comes from an arab party it's it's so obvious and so terrifying and so scary okay so lipid will obviously bring in the abomination of desolation that's why it said when you see it stand in the holy place or where it's not supposed to be there's going to be a deal made in this next week that is just going to be very obvious to everybody believer and non-believer alike and i don't think um i don't think the bride the people who are ready waiting for jesus's return I don't think they're going to witness the absolute abomination of desolation but um, I don't know what God's plan is for us and how how much of this we're going to see I don't know but anyway um, so that's I just had to let you know about that lipid guy go and research him he even looks you can just see from his face I don't trust him I didn't trust him the second I I was talking about this last year I said there's something sus with this this guy being half Islamic so now what I was going to read, read before with the nukes and stuff if you go to Zechariah uh, 14 it talks about the day of the Lord will come and I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle okay that's when you see the army surrounding Jerusalem you know the desolations near the battle if it's about to happen in Jerusalem it's about to happen the war in heavens about to happen as in heaven so below right um, the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished. Okay, half, half of the city shall go forth into captivity. The residue of people shall not be cut off in the city. That's 144,000, right? Um, anyway, it goes on to say, And ye shall flee to the valleys of the mountains, and the valleys of the mountains shall reach unto Azar. Ye, ye shall flee like ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Azar king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with thee. Okay, so you you shall flee from before like you did before the days of the earthquake. It's just, it's almost like everything that's gone on in the Bible is like a mirror continuously, continuously having earthquakes and fleeing and all pointing us to this very last pivotal point where this is all about to wrap up, where the gospel will be spread to the entire world and then the end will come. 
So, um, oh, what I wanted to get with the nuke. Okay, so continuing on in Zechariah 14, verse 12. And this shall be the plague, wherewith the Lord will smite with all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand on their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. And it shall come to pass in that day that a great tumult from the Lord shall be among them, and they shall lay hold of every one hand of his neighbour, and his hand shall rise up against the hand of his neighbour. So you've got this plague coming that's going to wipe people out as they're standing. It's going to burn their sockets out and their mouth. Um, this is a nuke, brothers and sisters. And um, I think I did a little TikTok basically talking about, um, what is it? The... Uh, Terminator 2 movie okay there's a I think it's called Genesis Skynet the name of that movie but in it she's saying out of panic on the 29th they're going to uh, force or drop the Skynet right which is going to be like an AI drone unmanned plane whatever but it's going to nuke something okay uh, on the 29th and um, basically it's then it goes on to say they're going to pretty much annihilate they want to attack Russia and the kid asks why do they want to attack Russia and he says because we've got to get to Russia because if the counter-attack from Russia would annihilate all of us so they need to get to Russia first and how is this that Biden is going over to Germany right now for the G7 summit whatever and um what's a what's a face um the Germans want to nuke Russia like is are we not living in the final pages the final words oh brothers and sisters so this is all ready to go once we're out of here brothers and sisters and so have no fear but it all has to you know it's always darkest before dawn right so with that out of the way um oh that's amazing that just the you know the nuke thing Okay, so the next amazing, incredible thing is, um, as many of you would know already from our last videos, the case for the full moon actually being the new moon. Now, this is a couple of brothers, Brother John, Brother Kevin, um, have written me emails and a, a, another sister, I believe, and forgive me if I can't remember your name, I do get quite a lot of emails with information, so... Um, I try to reply to you and thank you in the emails, but I can't remember right now who sent me what. But I know a few people sent me this and I didn't think anything of it. And then for the last week, I've just been, you know, it's been amazing. So what I'm trying to say is the case for the full moon actually being the new moon. So when the moon is the fullest, that's actually the first day of the lunar month. Okay, which makes complete sense, okay, because in Genesis 1.14 it says, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night to be for signs and seasons and days and years. And God made two great lights, the sun and the moon, one to rule the day, the greater one, and the lesser one to rule the night. So when he made them, there were two great lights. It would have been full, brothers and sisters. He wouldn't have made the first slither and the sun. Okay, that's not two great lights. He would have made it full to represent the first day of the month. Okay, and what has happened? Well, what has happened is um, 
during the Babylonian times, you know, when they're in the wilderness, whatever, they have changed the calendar back to front. So that's why we think a full moon is the end of the month when realistically uh, that should be a, a new moon like we had on uh, the 30th of April. We had the solar eclipse. Solar eclipses can only happen on new moons, right? And that, that whole solar eclipse, that tiny little partial eclipse that was over Antarctica and none of us really saw, is so important to what I'm about to reveal to you, brothers and sisters. It is literally the key to everything that we must know. So um, why this is so significant, that we can learn that they've deceived us to the full moon, um, you know, we think the full moon right now is the 15th day of the month. Passover is always on a full moon, etc., etc., right? It's wrong. It's literally back the front. And we can go back and see the evidence and the logic of that is when Yeshua died on the cross. Okay? It was dark for three hours, brothers and sisters. That's a perfect example of a solar eclipse because uh, a solar eclipse can only happen on a new moon. So, and this makes sense why so many scholars around the world say that Jesus was likely more to be born around April 3rd to April 2nd type thing. Have you ever wondered why he wasn't, you know, so anyway, it makes great sense that he, um, he died on a solar eclipse. Okay. Because father God only ever uses his own elements. He uses the fire, the wind, the rain to flood and to do damage or to make signs in the heaven. He doesn't just make magic and whatever, like, you know, the Pharaoh's servants did when they tried to replicate everything God did. God actually uses his elements of the earth to do those things. And these are why he said they are for signs and for seasons. And excuse that banging, I think the kids next door are playing. Um, you know, that's why he says, that's why I use the sun and the moon and the stars for, uh, for, season, uh, for signs first and then for seasons and then for days. He doesn't say months, days and years. Okay. So, and Daniel tells us too that, um, you know, he thought that the enemy comes to change times and laws, brothers and sisters. We have to be aware that we were, we were forewarned about this, that this would happen. And, um, and it makes absolutely beautiful sense, okay, that the first full abundant moon would be um, the first, you know, the first thing of light. It wouldn't have been a little tiny slither because that wouldn't have been a great light, right? So knowing that, that makes everything so important because everything is literally back the front. Um, but what's so, what's so cool about that, okay, what else have we got here? Um, oh yes, as I was saying that everything was like uh, mirroring what's going to happen in seal six. So when Jesus died on the cross, when there was a solar eclipse, okay, um, on the fifth, on the fifteenth, the true fifteenth day of the month, remember there was an earthquake, the graves cracked open, remember, and many people went up to the holy city and appeared to many, okay. Uh, the sun went dark and the moon didn't give a light because that's a solar eclipse, those two events happening. And these are the same events as seal six in Revelation six. Okay. Um, the 30th of June, which will be Tamaz, 
or Tammuz 1, is Joseph's birth and death, brothers and sisters. And Joseph was the one who had <clears throat> the seven year, uh, the seven cow, fat cows and seven skinny cows prophecy, where there'd be seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine. Okay, we've had our seven years of plenty, brothers and sisters. It's about to, it's about to finish. Okay, and because nobody got their spiritual storehouses filled, there's going to be a great famine coming. And we were warned about that. That's, you know, that's absolutely what's going to happen. There's going to be a famine. That's why one of the first things when people get in the multitude rapture, one of the first things that happened when we're up there is, you know, you're not going to be hungry anymore. You're not going to be thirsty anymore. You're not going to be tired. You're not going to be hot. Why do you think he's telling you that? Because that's where you're going to come from, from that great tribulation, if you've been left behind, brothers and sisters. You must not be lukewarm. It tells you in the last letter of the church, the church to Laodicea, oh, how I wish you were hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Don't take that, don't take that warning um, lightly, okay? He does not like it when you're... Uh, a little bit in the world, a little bit with God. He does not like that, okay? So that's that famine, you know. And look, seven years ago, brothers and sisters, we had the blood moon tetrad. This is all coming together, okay? The blood moon tetrad, um, seven years ago, was this one here. So you've got the Passover, um, which happened on uh, 2014. Then in Tabernacles we had one, 2014. Then Adar 29, which is like Alul 1, which would be the next day, the same day that Jonah went um, started preaching in Nineveh. And then you had another one on Passover and then another one on Tabernacles. And these were all 177 days apart, which is God's way of saying to us, these are my perfect days because 177 is very important. Um, it's what the rule is from the first of Nisan to Tishri is 177 days. And that's how you know, that's how you won't get off track. Okay, so it's very important that God put them in that timeline. Okay, and this, brothers and sisters, the solar eclipse is the midst of the week. And this is the one that starts it all. And I'm going about to show you my chart. Um, shortly to show you that it is actually the solar eclipse in the middle is what's saying this will start it. It's saying that important things are going to happen on Passover and Tabernacles. Okay, it starts with it, finishes with it, starts with it, finishes with it. But it's going to begin and kick off on a solar eclipse. Okay, very important. We'll get there shortly. So, um, so, you know, we've got this planetary alignment here. What we've had, we had that partial solar eclipse on April 30th, 2022. Then we had the blood moon on May the 15th. Then we had the uh, meteor shower. Then we had the planetary alignment. And then we're going to have the new moon again. Now, um, you know, this is the moon didn't give her light. The sun went dark. The moon turned to blood. The stars fell from the sky. The planetary alignments is literally Father God gathering the hosts on high to prepare for the great day of the battle. Okay, and um, the new moon is the last day. 
it is literally the last day, brothers and sisters, of before the new beginning, before the eighth day. It's crazy. Okay. Um, and in Enoch 20, chapter 21, 3, it says, These are the stars which have transgressed the commandments of the Most High Elohim. You have to understand, brothers and sisters, planets are not planets as NASA tells us. They are actually um, angels, okay? And these, there were certain angels that were imprisoned into the, into the heavens and kept there until the time of judgment, okay, came. And those were exactly what we see now, uh, Mars, Venus, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn. They were literally the ones, it literally says this in Enoch, that were put up into the, uh, into the heavens for imprisonment until the time of the end and you have everything on this earth the bad people working with them using them as gods praying to them it's really real brothers and sisters it is really real these are the hosts on high because remember we don't fight against flesh and blood it is the powers and principalities of the air it's not i know it sounds fantasy but it's really really true brothers and sisters they're literally um and like I explained in my other videos, the Church of Ephesus, the Ephesians, they were known, and it says in Acts 19, you can read it yourself, they were known to worship uh, this image that fell down from Jupiter. Um, and it was a coin with um, Goddess Diana on it. And the whole town was in trouble, and like they were trying to wake them up and shake them out of this worshipping an image that fell from heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this is not telling you something, brothers and sisters, that we've got to realise what planets really are and stop demonising the Book of Enoch because, um, you know, there's a great witch hunt out for that book and it's because it's the truth. You know, it's, it elaborates on Revelation so much and Genesis 6. Um, you know, and people think um, these things can't happen, but have a look at Genesis 6. It says the sons of God came down to the daughters of man and had babies. They had giant babies, but they still were able to procreate. So why people don't understand that this is the original sin in the garden? You know, when I say that Satan literally beguiled, had sexual relations with Eve, okay, um, people think that's crazy, but it can be possible. Father God is the spirit. His angels are a spirit. You can read about it that in the first chapter of Hebrews. He says that, um, um, you know, he makes his angels a minister of flame and they're all spirits, right? Therefore, Satan himself is a spirit. And just like God uses diverse manners to show himself or his voice, so he shows himself in a burning bush or a pillar of cloud or fire and smoke, whatever, and he's... His diverse voices are rumblings and thunders and lightnings and, you know, shakings and stuff like that. Satan had to do the same thing. Hence the reason they they say, you know, the snake was the most cunning out of all the creatures God had made. It's, you have to be more open-minded to realise that, remember, the punishment also was that now you're going to lie on your belly. So he was obviously upright. You know, remember, Satan was so beautiful uh, when he was Lucifer in heaven. He was beautiful, right? And it was pride and vanity that made him fall. So he's still going to be beautiful and absolutely very seductive when he came down to this earth.
you know, he was jealous and he's gone, well, I'm going to wreck your creation, Father. You throw me down here. Let's, you see what I do to your creation. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Satan, he's probably still Lucifer then, right? <clears throat> Went into Eve. Eve obviously knew how good it was and wanted to show Adam. This is medically possible, brothers and sisters. If a woman goes into two men in one night, she can fall pregnant by both of them and um it's medically possible so for eve to have sex with lucifer and then go to adam and then you've got both the bloodlines and the whole story goes on from there that's why the the punishment fits the crime it was all sexual and con conceptual pains that the woman got and that's why god is not a god of confusion that's why he said your seed against her seed Okay, there's a seed there. There's a bloodline. Why do you think Cain, his Cain was from the devil? It literally says that in the scriptures, but people want to say it's an allegory. Why do you think Cain grew up to be jealous and murder his brother? Wait, how can that be when they're the first people, you know? Okay, anyway, um, that's sort of what I'm trying to get at. Basically, what I'm saying is, Satan himself, that's why he needs to be cast down, brothers and sisters. And, um, oh, the other thing with the planetary alignments too, speaking about Satan being cast down, people like Julius, Julia, Caesar, um, Titus, Flavius, whatever his name was, all the great rulers, do you know that they were all assassinated on planetary alignments? Because, you know, how the Rome, Romans really... They worshipped pretty much the planets and stuff and they always did it when Mars was down the bottom because Mars seemed to weaken the divine powers to help these people so that they you know the people who were gonna the assassinators they would plan to do it on planetary alignments and it's written down history like I was reading on Wikipedia all these great rulers and men have been assassinated on planetary alignments because they believe that that's you know that's where the power is going to come from um so what i was trying to say is okay because satan is a spirit right when he has that war in heaven with father god satan himself is going to receive that head wound and that is what is going to cast him down michael is just gonna and and give and give satan a deadly head wound satan is going to be cast down and he is going to go into the son of perdition right and that son of perdition who is obama sorry he's going to go into the man of sin obama and then obama's going to turn into the son of perdition but obama's going to have and receive that deadly head wound okay and trump you know tr so many people even the simpsons have done a thing where trump gets assassinated on stage so the whole world will see this okay this is i believe obama is beast one trump is beast two the false prophet right many people say it's the the catholic the papacy whatever yes they're massive players they've helped a lot in this but i believe that we need to dig deeper and see that trump is literally like a prophet now on this earth he's literally going see see i told you see i told you this would all happen so when everything gets real bad when we're raptured and tribulation starts, people will be begging. Because all, all Trump has done right now is prepare you guys. 
you know, those who love him and look up to him and think he's the greatest thing since white bread, all he's done is prepare you to be left behind. Okay? All he's doing is to prepare you to be left behind. He's like the lamb in sheep's clothing. Uh, sorry, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Now, he appears wonderful the words all have a look at the book of maccabees another book that was taken out the book of maccabees the every ruler comes in right with nice gestures peaceable words flatteries whatnot they don't come in telling you they're going to cut your head off because no one will vote for them or you know give them any support they come in with flatteries brothers and sisters and donald trump did it the best way look at his background he is a in real estate Okay, he's one of the richest men in the world. That Jared Kushner, he is from the tribe of, that he's a Kushite. Trump is from the tribe of Dan, just like Obama is from the tribe of Dan, okay? Um, they get their real estate by being deceitful and burning down villages and building their own settlements on top of other people's villages. That's where Dan, have a look, research it yourself. They were, that's why they're not included in the 12 tribes that go to heaven. Okay, because anyway, they're all, all of them, Obama, Hitler, Angela Merkel, she's um, Hitler's daughter, okay, they're all related, they're all cousins, they've all, they all stay within their own bloodline, right, so um, that's why this planetary alignment, which will continue to the 29th, and that's it then, it'll fade all away afterwards, um, it's, it's so significant brothers and sisters the 29th is very significant so um, what else have I got really and it also in my workings out which I will show you in a sec it will be the true Pentecost brothers and sisters the true Pentecost and this same Jesus will come in the same manner as you saw him leave you saw him leave and 10 days later uh, you know you saw him leave in the same way he leaves he's going to come back and when he left, it was 10 days later, brothers and sisters, okay? The 10 days of awe, the 10 days of tribulation, unbelievable. It is also the 30th of June will be the seven-year anniversary of the Bethlehem Star conjunction of 2015. Now, come on, brothers and sisters. Okay, the seven-year anniversary of the Bethlehem Star conjunction. And everyone, like, everyone focused on that and had a look at that. It was absolutely amazing. Okay, we're now, I think we might move on to the next one. Okay, so first Father God showed me that the full moon, he showed me through the help of my brothers and sisters, um, he showed me that the full moon is actually the first day of the week, uh, of the month and that makes such complete sense okay so therefore started the last literal four days of every waking moment I had just pouring and studying over the scriptures and over research and everything because I'm like if this is what I think it is that literally everything we've been taught about time about days about whatever is com completely the opposite and it, it makes so much sense now that we have been deceived on a scale we could not. And isn't it funny? Um, and even the elect, if possible, if possible, see, Father, if possible, the elect would even be deceived, if possible. But it's not possible because he's holding all of this information back. Because I was talking to my partner the other day and I'm like, it's good that we 
won't know until the last minutes. Because if we knew for sure 100% that this was going to be the day or that was going to be the day, then people by default would just go, oh, I better be good. And that is like, God doesn't want that. He wants you to be ready. He wants, he wants you to go through the persecution of patience. Okay, this is like, oh, this is something Father God is downloading to me right now. This is why days have come and gone, brothers and sisters. This is a persecution of patience. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is how it says when we go through persecutions or trials or tribulations, it literally refines us and purifies us and makes us. Oh, wow. Praise your holy name, Father God. It literally, this is why he's done this. Okay, not only to weed out the wheat from the tares, because those people who, you know, you know, those people who say, oh, if the date comes and goes, then the new Christians or whatever, so many people will fall away because they're sick of waiting. Like, I've never understood that comment, but now I do. Now I absolutely do. It is only a handful that will remain. You guys, my faithful, faithful brothers and sisters, you know, the ones who write continuously every single video I do that literally watch me talk for ages. You know what a blessing that is for me? Like, I am so humbled that you would listen, take the time out of your day to listen to me speak. I, I am very blessed and very humbled. And like I said in the beginning of the video, all glory and all honor and power and praise goes to our Father God in heaven. I'm just a vessel, but... It really, like, it, I cannot put into words how much that means to me, you taking the time out to write your comments, because a lot of the time it puts my work, you know, it puts clues into my work where I'm like, oh, okay, cool, that's why that was, you know what I'm saying? So, going into that study, Father God has shown me that the um, Sabbaths, it's all about the Sabbath. No, oh, no, no wonder he said, remember the Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath. Now we are remembering the Sabbath because it is a Sabbath where each phase of the moon happens on. Okay, I'll try and find a picture here. Okay, so we have the full, which is the first of the month. Okay, then we have the half, which is the eighth of the month. These are all Sabbaths. Then we have the 15th, which should be a new complete moon, okay? Right now we see it the opposite way because the dates are all wrong. They've done that on purpose. But I'm going to show you something really amazing in a second. And then the 22nd is the, so this one is the um, waning. So it's going away. And this one is the waxing half. So it's coming back to full moon. And then it goes to a full moon again and repeats its cycle. Okay, so it's 8, 15, 22, and 29. They are your Sabbaths, your true Sabbaths. And you don't need to worry about a calendar. You don't need to worry about Enoch, Hebrew, Gregorian calendar. Just look at the moon. He literally puts you there. There's four phases, like I just said. Full, half, new which is dark and then half again they are sabbaths they are how you follow the calendar now with that in mind we have gone and researched and had a look and it looks very much in my human study and in my human comprehension 
it seems to be that the real Passover, brothers and sisters, was really on that solar eclipse on the 30th of April 2022, which was also on a Sabbath. Okay? Um, and if that's the case, brothers and sisters, because that makes complete sense, for one, it's on that new moon, which it needs to be, because that's when Yeshua, Jesus Christ, was also crucified on a new moon. That's why it was, I mean, why, you know, why do you think that the, um, the wicked people always have these full moon parties, okay? They're trying to crap on God yet again, that it, they use, they stole the rainbow for their pride crap. Now they, you know, they steal the full moon for God's glorious new beginnings, new beginnings each month. It's, it starts to make a lot of sense when you realise the reason behind why they did this, okay? So, if therefore the 30th of April, and mind you, it was going into, um, what do you call it, this eclipse when it happened, it was going into the next day, so May 1st, okay? Excuse the kids, sorry. Um, school holidays here in Australia. Yay! <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Yes, so if the 30th of April going into the 1st of May, right, that was the, uh, no, we'll say the 30th of April was a solar eclipse, the 1st of May then becomes the 15th day of unleavened bread, right? Then it says a holy convocation, okay, the first day is the Sabbath, and seven days you must eat unleavened bread, offering made by fire unto the Lord for seven days. And then there's a holy convocation on the seventh day of Sabbath. And then on the eighth day, or the day after that, um, you shall wave uh, the sheaf offerings before the Lord, the morrow after the Sabbath. And the priest shall wave it. And a lamb without blemish of one year, meat offering, two tenths of fine flour, mingled with oil. Okay, that's bread. So literally, and the drink offerings wine. So it's a perfect rendition of Passover, okay? And then it says, you shall count from the sheaf wave offering seven complete Sabbaths. Okay, now when you do that, where is my little thing? Um, now when you do that, I did a little calendar there. Basically here we've got May. This would be... 1st of May would be the 15th day of unleavened bread, yada, yada, yada. Basically, seven-week count will bring us right to the 29th of June. Okay, again, at the very end of this planetary alignment, the true Pentecost, um, you know, people say, yeah, but it says to, again, uh, to count again another 50 days after that. Let's just worry about this. This seems incredible and wonderful to me. It's a complete seven times seven cycle. And there's got to be a reason that he wanted us to do this first before the 50 day count on top of it. Okay, so let's stick to that and realize that by looking at um, the new moon, the solar eclipse on the 30th of April being the real Passover, then um, after unleavened bread and the seven days plus the eighth day, then counting the seven complete Sabbaths, we get to um, the 29th of June, which will be a Wednesday, which is a wedding day. Uh, what else? Uh, June and Savan is the biblical month of weddings. It will also fall on a Wednesday. The new moon in Gemini is a wedding sign and only happens once a year. And Gemini and Virgo are the only human signs. 
okay Gemini and Virgo are the only human signs in the constellation everything else is like a god or a, a half animal or whatever um, so that is cool so that's one thing brothers and sisters, that's massive because if we know how to discern true time then we can start getting the beginning right okay and the bits filling in the bits the gaps that we can't find so keep in mind that um, like I said with the moons full makes the first day of the month and um, and the 15th really is a new moon which is when Yeshua Jesus Christ was crucified on a new moon hence there was a solar eclipse so that's cool that the seven complete Sabbaths falls on that 29th of um, <clears throat> June so and a lot of us are looking for that date right now and have come to that conclusion okay like I said here Biden's traveling to Germany on the 25th and the Germans want to nuke Russia that's what they want to talk about and like I said that Terminator movie okay oh, here's what it said she said on the 29th in a panic they will try to pull the plug Skynet which is AI and Skynet fights back yes it launches its missiles against the target in Russia why attack Russia because Skynet knows that Russian counterattacks will elim eliminate its enemies over here and that's in Terminator 2 movie okay the stock market is very rumored to crash before the 30th the rolling blackouts that you guys have in America where they're just saying oh the heat wave is so we're going to turn off in the hottest part of the day and notice the hottest part of the day now is like between 2 and 6 not 10 and 2 anymore crazy crazy world okay also with this solar uh, the planetary alignments before I forget 18 years ago in 2004 this planetary alignment happened and we had one of the world's greatest biggest earthquakes that was in Sumatra Islands and um, just on June just last week our 60 minutes here in Australia just happened to do a whole segment on that guy because there was a guy there apparently warning the people in Sumatra Island that you're going to get a massive earthquake and it's going to cause a massive tsunami okay and um, basically it happened now they listen to him now basically he's um, doing like educational things over there he's telling people to get up when they see water surge or or they hear or feel an earthquake to get up the hill straight away whatever but he's saying the whole thing was it's going to happen again very soon uh, and he's like I, I'm trying to monitor them but it's just the, it's not the plate that keeps erupting all the time this time it's the one that's been jiggled and moved each time this one went off so this is and apparently this fault line here whatever near Indonesia is facing a town with a million people in it and there's nowhere really that they can go so this goes along well with you know Satan's when he gets cast down he's going to try and devour us with a flood you know I believe we could possibly see that with the warning I just feel like that's literally the moment before the rapture is when we all get warnings on our phones and TVs and radios you know what well, I don't know if we could have anything here in Australia but in America you know California especially um, alert 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 incoming tsunami incoming just know get to higher ground you know I really think that's the moment literally the minutes before the rapture brothers and sisters because God will always wait to the very last second to save every single soul that he's got 
So now that's the one thing we've got the moon. They've deceived us with the time of the month. So we're back to front. So the 15th is a new moon. The first is a full. Okay. So if that's the case, Father God was like, well, you know, they've deceived you to times, uh, you know, to the days of the month. Have a look at the time zones. And I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, where did I write it here? I don't know where I wrote it. But like pretty much, oh yes, here it is. Excuse me. Okay, so many of you guys would know renewedmoon.com, right? It's where you go on and people can post their sightings to see in the first sliver, right? We all have probably seen this site. But have, has anyone ever considered the fact that when you see, you know, it always says Hawaii, we'll see it first, right? And then next will be California and then all the way to Australia at the end. But they've told us that Australia comes first. Like we get New Year's Eve first before most of the rest of the world. But do we really? I think what they're trying to do, brothers and sisters, like you have a look for yourself. Go to renewedmoon.com. You'll see Australia is right down the end with the last people to see the sighting of the new moon. Okay? Okay? So they're deceiving us to the days of the month and they're also deceiving us with this time zone crap. So, uh, and then also if Hawaii is the first to see it, why do I look on my, um, look, right now, I'll show you, I've got the world clock on my phone. It is 1.26pm here in Australia on Sunday the 26th and you go down to Honolulu. And it's yesterday, negative 20 hours, 5.26 p.m. So, Honolulu, negative 20 hours. So they're lying to us, brothers and sisters, literally, literally in every way possible, everything back to front mirrored. Okay, and I believe the reason they did this is because America has a false sense of, oh, we're last on the time scale. So if something bad happens, it's not going to happen bad to us for 14 hours. You know what I'm saying? It's silly, but I believe you could get into a mindset like that. But um, I truly believe they're trying to catch you off guard, brothers and sisters. So you need to be on your guard absolutely more than ever before, because I believe that could be a confirmation from the beautiful birdies. But I believe, brothers and sisters, that they're trying to deceive us so that they're going, you're going to be caught off guard. You are not walking in the darkness, brothers and sisters, that that day will catch you unawares. Oh my goodness. We're not walking in the darkness anymore because we know that the full moon is the first day. The first shall be the last, the last shall be the first. This is incredible. I hope you're understanding and I hope I'm making sense and not making it too confusing. <clears throat> Okay, so, and it makes sense too, like I said, why, you know, when there's such significant solar eclipses or lunar eclipses, why it's always on your time? You know, why don't we get any cool ones over here? But it's always midnight for you guys with the lunar eclipse, and it's always right in the middle of the day for your solar eclipses, alright? It never falls like that over here in Australia, or in Jerusalem, like, you know, but not over here in Australia. So what is going on? I believe they're lying to us on purpose to throw us out because we could be out two weeks either side. This is what I'm saying. We could be out two weeks either side. So we've got to prepare. And like I said, persecution through patience. Please use this to, to strengthen your faith, faith. Okay. So 
next incredible thing check this out brothers and sisters oh man so you know how i told you that you know they're deceiving us to the times and laws with the days of the month with the moons and with the time zones well guess what god gave us two calendars because he knew this was going to happen you've got the religious year and then you've got the civil year and they guess what they're back to front the first is the seventh the seventh is the first so in the religious year the first month is nissen which is march but in the civil year the first month is tishri september do you get where we're going here brothers and sisters father god okay oh, i'm telling you now that we know that let's read exodus 12 and see what he's done here And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month you shall take to them according a lamb. Okay, etc., etc. But what I wanted to say, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months, and it shall be the first month of the year to you. He's literally swapped it, brothers and sisters, because in the wilderness and them walking around and carrying on, they've gone and started worshipping foreign gods, okay? And they lost track of the time and what they should be doing. And, you know, but instead of going, seeing the, the full abundant moon going, all right, this is the first day of the month, they started, um, you know, looking to this first slither, making their own rules, the commandments of men. God had to stop it and fix it and turn it around. And it's not until now that we're realizing what's happening. So with that in mind, brothers and sisters, that Father God also knew this was going to happen. That's why he made the two calendars and he changed it in Exodus 12 to bring it back. Because he, he did this because previously they, it was, they were doing things on the full moon. Okay, and that's why God, oh my goodness, that's why God hated it hated them slaughtering something on a day <laughs> okay that is why he turned away from his feast because <clears throat> these men were doing this sacrificial act on the complete opposite day that god wanted it right and that's why ex this oh my goodness that's why passover that's why jesus christ as it says in the scriptures was manifested to defeat the works of darkness this this calendar change was manifested to defeat the works of darkness brothers and sisters so with that being in mind sorry about the screaming uh gotta make do with what i've got i made this little chart up Okay, um, I don't know if you can see it. What I might do is I might try and take a photo of it and um, maybe you can email me and I might try and send it to you because obviously I don't have the skills to do, you know, little diagrams and visions and whatnot. But this is the this is the kicker of all kickers of Revelation. But brothers, just hold on to your hats. I know we've gone for a long time already, but here is where we're about to go boom with everything that we've just learnt. Okay, right. If you can see here, oh no, we won't go to that. Basically, I've got a thing here. Many moons ago, you would have seen it if you watch me a lot, but 
um, I talked about how the solar eclipse happened in the time of Jonah and I believe very much that was what um, helped the people repent. They seen it was like whoa and I believe it was pretty much the first solar eclipse that was that happened. It was in about 610 BC something like that and I think that's why they crapped themselves basically and went uh oh we better change it up you know basically we better um well when you read Jonah I mean it's literally he just walks into the town and instantly everyone's like ripping their uh you know renting their cloths and putting sackcloth on and the, even the um the ruler the king of Nineveh was like he put a proclamation out and a decree that even the animals had to fast okay and please beg God to turn his anger from us like this is not Nineveh was a very very luxurious city right there was you know it was pretty much a Laodicean city a Roman city so one little man coming in preaching preaching repent repent um, pretty much the first two one or two days he got there is not going to make a king and a ruler and the people of the city go okay yeah no worries no worries we will you know what I mean they would have laughed and whatever so something in the heavens I believe happened and that was the solar eclipse and there's historical evidence to prove that that's true now knowing that and this is what I'm trying to tell you and I, I think I've told you in many videos before that I believe Father God has swapped Pentecost uh, Passover to Tabernacle and Tabernacle to Passover and I believe he first showed us that in 2014 2015 with this tetrad he said it's going to happen it's going to be between Passover and Tabernacles it's going to be a, a little one right a little one where it's going to kick off and it's going to be um, in like Passover and Tabernacles. I just kept getting this feeling it begins in Passover, ends in Tabernacles. And knowing that the beginning is the last and the last is the first, and what they've done to us in the calendar, I have put um, the adventures, let's call it, of uh, Jonah. Okay, he gets spit out by the whale here and this is the first it says it took him a whole day's journey just to get to Nineveh okay because it was a great big city okay so he's he's getting into there he arrives on the first of Elu right and that's a company that the first okay is a um what do you call it a solar eclipse okay so he he's accompanied by a solar eclipse and that's why I believe the people repented and was like oh this is a sign from heaven I believe it was the first one that ever happened that's why it was so significant and anyway so so I believe that's actually represents our um, solar eclipse that we had here for Passover okay just stay with me right because this this chart can prove what I'm trying to say here okay so First of Alu, here comes Jonah. Repent, repent, repent for the whole 30 days of Alu. Then we get to the first of Tishri, right? Trumpets. <clears throat> and it said he repent, he he said he preached for 40 days, right? So we've got the 30 days of Alu plus 10 more extra days in Tishri. <laughs> that <coughs> pardon me. It's trumpets, and then you've got the 10 days of awe, brothers and sisters. The 10 days of awe until the day of atonement. 
in those 10 days of awe, the books of life and death are open. Okay, and it's time for repentance. It's time for you to forgive. It's time for you to seek forgiveness. It's time to make right with God. Okay, because on the 10th day, the day of atonement, the books will be shut and your fate is sealed. Okay, this is, this is unbelievable. This fits perfectly. Okay, on the okay, so that's on the seventh month timeline. If we look at it at the Passover, okay, on the first day, we have the first day of Nisan where God's rule was to this is going to be the beginning of months for you, uh, the beginning, you know, to just start your calendar again. Okay, so we've got Tishri and Nisan, perfect, right? On the tenth day, um. Uh, I think there was a blowing of trumpets too on one of these days, on the first day. Okay, and then on the 10th day, where are we? I'm trying to look at the back of the thing here. We've got the 10th day of Nisan, and that's the day where they were asked to choose the lamb. Okay, they had to keep it into their house and inspect the lamb for four days before Passover when they were to kill it. It's also the day, the triumphal entry, when Jesus rode in on a donkey. It's the 10th day, okay? And um, this is the day also that the books were closed, like I said. Okay. Then you have um, oh yeah, the 15th day. Okay. The 15th, the 14th evening going into the 15th day. That's the 14th evening, which goes into the, uh, turns into the 15th because it's at dusk. It's next day, right? They go from sunset to sunset. Um, that was the uh, Feast of Tabernacles. It was also Passover. Okay, just I hope I'm making myself clear here. I literally only just did this, so I'm not. I haven't gone over it myself. I'm just really doing this with you as we're speaking. But I hope I make sense to you. Um, and so you know you've got your um, Feast of Tabernacles there. And then you have a whole week of Feast of Tabernacles, like he says. And then he wants one more, which is the eighth day, okay? And you've got also got the eighth day in the Passover scenario as well. Because that's the, the wave sheaf um, to be, you know, you have, they have to wave the sheaf to be accepted by the priest on the eighth day, okay? And then you've got these last seven days here which is, I believe, the seven-day warning where it says, as in the days of Noah, you know, they knew not for the flood came and took them all away. You know, Noah went into the ark. We go up to the chambers, you know, God's chambers. The doors are shut. And they knew not until the flood came and took them away. Okay, and then you've got this new moon here, which is on the 29th, which is this one coming up here on the 29th of June. So what I'm trying to say here, I hope I'm making it clear, is Passover, is Tabernacles, Tabernacles is Passover, that is why Father God is, he gave us two calendars, that is why the enemy is trying so hard to swap these back to front so that we could know that there was something going on and now the time is right to know these things, so like I said I'll try and take a photo of this, email me, I'll put my email in the description um, and Yes, I will try and send this to you, but this blows my mind. Okay, so I'm just going to read the little notes I've got underneath here, right? <clears throat> okay, so Jonah enters into the city a day's journey, cries, yet in 40 days Nineveh will be overthrown. Okay, so Jonah arrives at the city at dusk, 
and he starts preaching. Elua won the next day at midday there was a solar eclipse, hence why all the people, including the king, repented. The king even went so far as to make a proclamation and a decree that everyone, including the animals, should fast. This is the sign of Jonah. Jonah is also the largest constellation in the skies, brothers and sisters. It's called Cetus, C-E-T-U-S. It is the big whale. It's the big fish. It's literally the sign of Jonah, and it's right in the midst of this planetary alignment as well. So, amazing. Okay, so on Alur 1, Moses ascends Mount Sinai for 40 days, just like I just told you here. You know, it's Pentecost, it's Passover, it's Tabernacles, it's Feast of Trumpets, it's legit. Everything is pointing to the one thing, and we are going through it right now, brothers and sisters. I truly believe this is it. I truly, truly believe this is it with so much evidence. Okay, um, so Moses ascends Mount Sinai for 40 days on the first of Elu. The first of Elu, Haggai commands the second temple to continue to be built. The fifth of the Lu, Ezekiel's prophecy of the destruction of Solomon's temple. The tenth of the Lu, Noah dispatches the raven. The seventeenth of the Lu, Noah dispatches the dove. Uh, the twenty-third of the Lu, Noah, uh, sorry, um, the dove brings olive leaf to Noah. The twenty-fifth of the Lu is the first day of the world according to Genesis. And during the great solar eclipse of 2017, remember that one? In August 21st, 2017, the Hebrew calendar was turning to the first day of Elu, the same day as Jonah. So it ha I hope I'm relaying this to you properly. God is legit. He has been using the signs in the heavens, the sun, the moon and the stars to show us what we know right now, that this is it. This is it. Okay. So um, the second Passover, um, what have I got here? Two months Passover, two months tabernacle, two year blood warnings. Right, like I was saying, he's swapping the tabernacle over to the Passover and that's why he gave us that extra warning on the, um, what do you call it? On the second Passover, we had the blood moon to accompany that, brothers and sisters. Okay, and now we've got a two-month warning. Okay, this is a two-month. From Allure 1 to the 29th, okay, from new moon to new moon to new moon, there's two months, 60 days, okay, from when Jonah came and to the end of that. So we have a two-month warning, which started on the 30th of, and uh, the 29th of April. And we had a two-year warning when we had the tetrads. They went from 2014 to 2015. Everything's getting shorter now, brothers and sisters. Okay, um, because of the calendar switch, Passover becomes a full feast of the becomes a full feast, the feast of tabernacles. God showed us this in 2014-2015 with the blood moon tetrads, and also telling us when it will begin in Adar. Okay, 29th of Adar, that was when we had, that was that middle one, 29th of Adar, okay, and the 29th of Adar 2 was the 1st of April in 2022 this year, okay, so literally he's telling us that the 
the middle bit, the midst of the week, what starts us off is Jonah, the first of Elu, the 40-day count. Okay, and... Oh, man. So, Exodus 12. New month, beginning of months, first day of Nisim is a full moon. The 15th day is the Passover, uh, which is a new moon. Okay? God swapped Nisim to Tishri, the first to the seventh, the seventh to the first. Day counts from new moon to full moons. And full moon is the first day. So when God said this will be a new month for you, the beginning of months, it was really Nisan, the 15th day of the month on a full moon. Then God changed it to the first of Tishri, therefore making the full moon the beginning of the months. And the new moon would now fall on the 15th day, the midst of the month, in preparation for the ultimate Passover lamb, Jesus. Father God had always used the elements of the earth to do his will, and a solar eclipse needed to happen at the time of Jesus' death. That's why he swapped the calendars, brothers and sisters, because his original calendar, which this is, the full moon, that's his original calendar. He created two great lights, okay? One to rule the day, one to rule the night. They were great lights, full that got lost in translation somewhere along the lines okay and father god reaffirmed and re-established his calendar and it had to be that way because it was complete darkness when jesus died you know i, I would imagine it would have been pitch black for it to happen but he still uses his elements god still uses his elements the earthly elements um so you, you can have a look yourself go into leviticus 23 and you can match up um, Nissan and Tishri, Passover and Tabernacles. Something happens on day 1, day 10, day 15, and uh, day 23, which is the 8th day after that, on both sides. He's literally put one inside the other and just an 8, all right? Turn it on the sides of infinity. It just keeps going. It's all interlocked, right? This is incredible. So I hope and hope and pray that you understand. Um, you know, like I just did, I just did a little uh, count too. Just interesting. I don't know why I did it, but um, basically I thought, well, if we're running on a 360-day calendar, then there's got to be five extra days for 2,000 years. So for the last 2,000 years, we've had five extra days a year. So I did five times 2,000. Um, equal 10,000 days added and it means we would have had 27.77777 more years okay um, and so the date should have been 1995 then I did the Enoch one where it was 364 that means we've had one extra day for the last 2,000 years each year and that was 5.5555555555 years which brought us back down to 2017 particularly August of 2017. And that's when we had that solar eclipse, that great American solar eclipse, you know. I hope and I pray, brothers and sisters, that I'm making sense to you because that's really what I feel like my mission here is, is to make the Bible simple enough for everyone to understand. Um, but yes, we have been so deceived to the times and laws, brothers and sisters. And now we can really see where that's happened. And now that we know this, we can just, awesome, cool. We know what we've got to start with and where to go. So uh, what else is happening at the moment? Oh, look, 
what's the 26th another three more days and like i said to you be patient be patient because we don't know if we're two weeks off okay we don't know if we're two weeks off um it doesn't look to be that we'll get a random um solar or lunar eclipse in the next i think the next one is to be in um november the 8th which is exactly 177 days from the may 15th um blood moon so there you go again with that perfect passover the tabernacles you know um you know there could be two timeline brothers and sisters because if it wasn't on the solar eclipse on the 30th it could be um the past the real passover was on the second passover on that blood moon on may the 15th we just don't know we just like i'm saying give it two weeks either side okay uh, but i truly believe with what's going on the fact that all the president people want to get out of america the fact that germany wants to talk about nuking russia before they got a chance to do anything the fact that um there's enough uranium to make look everybody's got everything ready to go brothers this is they're just everybody has to wait on god's timing so um <clears throat> i don't know really what else to try and do to show you or convince you of the hour that we're living in and um this is soon to be soon to be very much so um and it's just such such beautiful sense i i knew in my heart i always knew in my heart that when the time come um he he was going to always hold the last puzzle bits off to us until the very end to see who his faithful servants were that weren't going to give up that were just going to keep powering on because you know when i do all this stuff and i get revelations from father god i don't take it lightly i am so i quite often remind god about how blessed i am and how honored i am that he shows me these things i literally am constantly got sore cheeks and i'm like thanks god thanks god this is awesome god really you know i'll sit still and he's just tell me i'm like like i don't hear it audibly it's like a thought i'm just like i can't think of this stuff on my own brothers and sisters i and i know and i don't have to this is why i don't respond to you're a false prophet or any of those negative comments that i get because i know who i'm talking to and when i pray before each video and all throughout the day i know who i'm praying to and and i believe what i've asked for will be given to me and that is protection that is i genuinely seek his wisdom and discernment and his will not mine his thoughts not mine so i know i'm going to get that because i asked for that he's not going to send me on some wild goose chase you know what i'm saying but but yes so so yes the israel thing was happening collapsing it works perfectly with this um you know now everybody and all around the world too, i was just thinking the other day yes all around the world people have new prime ministers the new chancellor in germany we've just got a new prime minister here um you know what i'm saying you guys have got elections running for at the moment uh i think you're around november or something like that but you know your candidates running for it's it's the time is here the time is here i think it's going to be obama and trump they're just work, going to work perfectly together trump has been behind the scenes getting this all ready to, uh, obama's been behind the scenes getting this all ready to go and trump has been behind the scenes on a um what do you call it a digital medical level 
Okay, he's remember he's the one who brought out that vaccine. I shouldn't say that. That thing, the snake bite, right? And uh, so basically, uh, oh, you watch. Okay, please God, please don't let me ban for saying that. But you know what I mean? Operation Warp Speed. Take the two P's out. Operation War Seed. It's it's obvious from the beginning of time. I told you. Your seed against her seed. It is war against the seed, brothers and sisters. It is going to turn and trying to attack the children of God. And and now they have their little ones, babies, to five years old are getting the, the jibby jabs. You know what I'm saying? And and the Vatican has just come out with a new coin that you can buy in a set of eight. And it's got a picture of a kid getting a jibby jab. This is on a coin. Trump's got a coin with his face on it. They're players. They're the players and they're, they're going to be the, the messiahs when we're out of here, okay? The world is just going to fall to their every word because it's going to be like, see, see, I told you, you know? Yeah. Basically, all us crazy people who have been trying to warn for, for you know, some people for decades, you know, because we know hell is real, because we know heaven is real, we know our father is real, but that by default, we know hell is real. And this is, either side is eternal, forever. And hell is horrible. Okay, and, and what what you really need to understand is there's no time for anything else in this life now. Don't go trying to buy a house. Don't go starting a business. Don't go starting a new course. Keep your mind in the scriptures and on the skies, brothers and sisters, and what's going around and in constant prayer. Because this, it will be over in a second. You know how fast the days go now. He's literally shortening time. Okay? He's literally shortening time. He has to. Otherwise, no flesh will survive. You know why the flesh won't survive? Because they're making us transhuman. So, um, just, I know it's tiring. I know he's trying to wear out the saints. We're told this, okay? But God will refresh you each time you ask for it. Okay, he will refresh you with knowledge and discernment and wisdom and strength. So, this is amazing, brothers and sisters. And, yeah, like I've on here too, just this part here, I don't know if you can see it or not. There's my little count there, the seven complete Sabbaths. They're in the purple. Uh, yeah, see how it leads to the 29th. The seven complete Sabbaths there, just to show you that, you know, it's legit. Um, this is exciting, brothers and sisters. This is really exciting. I um, I'm I'm just as tired as with you, but I'm also I'm very at peace with these days coming because, um, and also, you know, with the days that have passed, because I'm like, thank you, God, that nothing happened on the 25th, nothing happened, you know, from the 24th with the alignment, whatever. Because there's another five days or six more days left. Okay? Well, from that day, yeah, from when that planetary alignment was said to have happened, there's the seven days, right, until the th June the 30th. So just don't um, don't give up. It, it's so obvious what's happening here, and um, I'm tired, like I just said. That's why I don't have as much enthusiasm in my voice today, but... I just I had to get on here and uh, let you know about this chart to show you how incredible and the evidence it is what it is and 
I can see what Father God's doing and why he did it because, you know, man tries to change things and that's why Father God turned his face away from us. Okay, but now he is re-establishing his perfect calendar. And so many people, so many of us have been trying to search for this calendar day in and day out and day in and day out. And now with all of our wisdom and knowledge that Father God has given us, we're putting it all together and we have solved this puzzle almost to the last piece. Um, and if it says... The scriptures are anything to go by, the same way he left, the same way he'll come. You know, um, they received the Holy Spirit at what, nine o'clock in the morning? Or something like that? You know, that makes sense to me. Um, it does say in Joel that as the morning spreads across, that's when it's going to happen. And it says somewhere else at noon, I'll make the sun go down at noonday. And I think yet again, that's for different places in the world. One will be sleeping in the bed, one will be grinding at the mill, one will be at the field, right? But it is what it is, and um, I'm just, um, I'm actually quite tired, to be honest, because, like I said, for non-stop for four days, Father God is here, 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 it's just boom, 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 one after the other, and then I put this chart together to try and see if everything God was showing me really does work out, and it, it's like a glove. <laughs> just perfect. So that is awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say to you, brothers and sisters. But yeah, um, hopefully this is giving you enough encouragement and um, to know that the finish line is so there. It's literally visible now. We don't need glasses anymore to see that what's written on the finish line. Um, oh, brothers and sisters, it's so amazing. Okay, Jesus. With the seven hand, the seven candlesticks in his right hand, and he walks. Sorry, the seven stars in his right hand, and he walks amongst the candlesticks. The middle of the week, the midst of the week. This is the midst of the year, brothers and sisters. Okay. Absolutely beautiful. This new moon, perfect. And wouldn't it be just awesome? Well, I'd say there would be something significant happen if this was a rapture date, brothers and sisters. Um. And I just want to touch on something too, you know, if this day does come and go, you don't ha don't lose face, brothers and sisters, because, I mean, come on, you have to be living under a rock to not realise what's going on in the world. We are so close, and we will find this out, brothers and sisters, even if we haven't found it out, and it happens right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't, don't give up. Okay, we're so close, and I know I say that in every video, but in the span of time, in the span of existence of this universe, what what is this? What is this little weight? We are the blessed generation, brothers and sisters. All the prophets before us would give their right hand to be in our position to, to see this happen. Okay? So, I'm going to leave you with that. Like I said, the full moon is the first of the month. Okay, because when God created them, he created the two great lights. Makes sense, doesn't it? With the time zone, we are told that Australia comes first, we get New Year's Eve first, whatever. But it's really the opposite way around. It's Hawaii, then California, and so on, all the way to Australia the last. So they've deceived us to the time zone, they've deceived us to the days of the month. Okay, the new moon is should be the first, uh, the, um, it will always fall on the 30th. And the new, hang on, yeah, yep, and 
Yes, the new moon will always fall on the 30th. And the full moon, well, yes, it, the full moon falls on the 15th for us now, roughly. But um, that's that's a lie. The numbers, you know, it's easy. Remember all the times the Pope, for instance, he took away 10 days here. And, you know, and all the days that were lost in the wilderness, brothers and sisters. So don't think it's not possible that we've been deceived to these times and laws. It's um, it's incredible, and I'm still blown away by it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to a nice rest and recharging my, my brain connections because this has just blown me away that Father God has shown me this stuff and shown other people, and they've told me and, and helped me figure all this out. So God bless you. I love you very much. I pray that if I don't see you in the next video, I don't know if I'll make another video, but I'll probably make some more TikToks and also post them onto YouTube as I have been doing. But um, yeah, if I do not see you in the next big video, I will see you in the little TikTok videos or in the sky. Love you. God bless. Bye.